Next up, Coulson. You know, I got. A, I was talking to my mom this day. She was really happy. Uh, our conversation about the llamas and the alpacas. She was amused, <laughs> and she learned some things. She learned some things. See, that's yeah. if we're nothing if not educational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really mm-hmm. us. It's uh, you know the, the reference material we check is the is the after <laughs> after we randomly talk. Yeah. Google Bulls. That was the plan. Super excited. You um, told us we had to. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Um, so I've got a few this week. I just want to do some the, some short ones, if that's all right. Um, sure. The first one is, where does the phrase humble pie come from? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So, what is it? You, you when you're ashamed, you eat humble pie. That's yeah. The, the, yeah. That's the context you're talking of. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Joey, you got any thoughts on this? Wild no, speculation. I, mean, I think Joey? that's. Uh, think about that in phrases like "put that in your pope" and or "put that in your pope," "put that in your pipe," and smoke it. Okay. Um, that's does it a, come from Does it come from falconry by any chance? <laughs> I learned it this week that a bunch of weird phrases come from falconry, like hoodwinked uh, is a falconry term. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. How does that work? And 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 be, be having someone under your thumb is a, so the hoodwink thing is uh, the the falcon you know that you put a hood on the falcon so they can't see anything and so um, that you know so sure. if you are hoodwinked you can't you see can't anything, fly right? sure yeah, yeah. and uh and then under the th- under your thumb was uh you know when a when a falconer if that's the term has the the falcon on his hand he clamps down on its toes or or talons i guess with the thumb and so the falcon can't fly away so he's got him under his under there his thumb hmm. yeah Makes a great song, too. There were, like, a few other ones. It was crazy, yeah. Uh, but this didn't show up. Humble Pie did not show Humble up. In the- Humble Pie didn't, but I, I thought maybe they missed one. <laughs> maybe so they I'm thinking a uh, cookbook from the 1730s. Okay. Um, was cooked with somebody who was too braggadocious. Mm. I, I think you're right, Joe. I think this definitely is a an actual pie, though. I think... This comes from. I don't think it's euphemism. I think you that, don't think so. No, I think that you, there's. So you think this is a carnivorous situation, Joey? That they they bake, make a humble they pie. killed a braggadocious no, person. No, no, put them in a pie. <laughs> you, you make them eat a pie that's like not very good. Oh, okay, I see. Gotcha. Um, I I I had a theory, so I had a little bit longer to think about this. I did not Google mm-hmm. it, but I've I've got my I I think that this is a pie that um that maybe is with leftover scraps of stuff so it's a like it's a humble pie right so like i'm not using the best ingredients i'm using mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leftover meat and leftover vegetables and stuff and and poor people would make it and therefore it's a humble pie 
that was my idea. Yeah. Okay. But then, and then, and then I that translates to you. You're forced to eat something that's humbling, so it sort of bring you back down to earth, right? Because you're not eating the good pie; you're eating a humble pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's so it's like a peasant's pie is my theory. I like that theory. All right. um, but I, that seems maybe a little bit too obvious. I don't know. So, anybody else got anything? We can Google it. Humble pie or umble pie is a term for a variety of pastries based on medieval meat pies. Umble pie is a pie filled with the chopped or minced parts of a beast's pluck, i.e. the heart, the liver, the lungs. Ah, see? There you the go. lights and the kidneys. That's Especially not a good pie. of deer, but often other meats. And so I guess they it was called umble, just U-M-L-B. Oh, U-M-B-L-E, sorry. Why, which evolved from numble. Which is after the French noble, meaning deer's innards. Oh, okay. And so it has nothing to do with humble at all. It's basically about deer's innards pies. Yeah. Uh, although umbles and the modern word humble are etymolo- etymologically unrelated, uh, each word has appeared with and without the initial H. Since the H is dropped in many dialects, the phrase was rebracketed as humble pie. Hmm. So you're saying that this is it has nothing to do with eating something that makes you humble. It has to do with deer innards, humble yep. pie. According to Wikipedia, that's what. Oh they say. man, isn't that wild? But people eat humble pie when they're when they've been too braggadocious. <laughs> they do. I think we just say that they yeah. need to eat some humble pie. That is crazy. See, that's a go. good one. We're learning like stuff. One. Yeah. And it's French for deer innards. Yeah, nomble. Wait a <laughs> Lord, I, that did not go where I thought it was going to go. It's <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the game, man. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll just have one more for you then. Because um, that was so successful. I don't want to screw it up with a bunch of bad ones. <laughs> um, so this pacer related. Mm. I was thinking about this and didn't know the answer exactly, and so I figured I'd throw it out to you. Um, I feel like we have... I feel like the Pacers team gets the most improved player all the time. I feel like that's one of the... like we, I don't, We've never had an MVP, we've just, but I feel like we get most improved player all the time. Mm-hmm. Can we name all the Pacer most improved players? Uh, sure, we can try. I've got so, two that I can. Paul think George. Of. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Danny Granger won, I believe. Danny Granger for sure. I know Jalen Rose won one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Jermaine O'Neal win one? He definitely did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, for sure. That's for good. I, sure. Well, I wouldn't have thought of that, but once you said it, I remember for sure he did. Okay. Jay would not have come to mind, but he definitely did win it. He won it as a pacer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, he was sitting on the bench in Portland. When he got traded from Portland to And suddenly he's averaging 20 and 10. Yeah, he got that. Okay. Okay. So that's four. 
when did they start the most improved player? I'm uh, assuming award? like eighty six. Oh, so we're going way back. Okay. I think they start. I think all like awards like that that are random. Like I think six man started in the eighties. Okay. Uh, would Reggie Miller have won it? Hmm. That doesn't sound right. No, yeah, I, don't, okay. I don't think so. Are there guys that have been on our team that didn't get it as a pacer? Like, did uh, I feel like uh, I feel like Daryl Armstrong won a Most Improved Player award? Uh, maybe. That kind of sounds right. I mean, he, so are not, you counting not those guys too, or are you counting? <clears throat> no, I mean, not really. I, I, I guess not as a pacer. Yeah, so right now we've got four. I just was thinking of Daryl Armstrong. I feel like he won at one time. Or maybe he won a six-man award. Yeah, I can't remember. That does sound familiar that he won something one year. But not as a pacer, because he came to us late in his career. Right. What about, uh, uh, did Monte Ellis win one of those six-man or most improved? Definitely not six-man. I think he won most improved, but as a warrior. Okay. All right, I mean, I think that he brought that right up now. when the when Bird was talking to him. Like, <laughs> hey, I mean that mm-hmm. goes on your resume. Sure. Do you think the players actually have a resume that they send out, with their stats on it and stuff, and how they deal with pressure situations? Sure. And how they're good communicators. They, they have like an an essay. There's an essay <laughs> portion. Essay Personal portion statement. Thing. All right, so we're going with four. I feel like maybe there was like, did Chuck Person win it? I don't. Yeah, I doubt it. All right, so we're going with. Okay, so the you are correct. The most improved player award started in the eighty five eighty six season. Wow. The inaugural inaugural winner was Alvin Robertson Mm. of the San Antonio. Never was a Pacer, I don't think. Nope. Uh, and the Pacers, well, you are correct, Daryl Armstrong did win mm, mm. Most Improved in 98-99 as a member of the Orlando Magic. Okay. Uh, the following year, Jalen Rose for the Indiana Pacers, 99-2000. Jermaine O'Neal in 01-02. Uh, Danny Granger in 08-09. And Paul George in 2012-13. We know our Pacer trivia. In... Indeed, and Monte Ellis indeed did win MIP in oh six oh seven with the Golden State Warriors. Are there is there anybody else that was a pacer on that list that not like uh, didn't get it as a pacer? But Aaron Brooks. Oh, hey, yeah, look at Aaron mm-hmm. Brooks, most improved player. When was that? Uh, just recently, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Really, uh, Alan Henderson. Whose friend went to school at Burbuff, Indianapolis? And I, you, right? Uh huh. Scott Skiles. He was a Pacer. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for Pacers. Uh, the Pacers good. are second in total MIP awards to the Orlando Magic, who have five winners: Ryan Anderson, Hito Turkoglu. Um, Daryl Armstrong, Tracy McGrady, hmm. and Scott Skiles. Okay, so the, well, we need to 
let's uh, let's win one this year and let's tie up the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that would be. It would, it would be Miles Turner, I suppose. But there's a lot of guys out there right now. Yeah. Uh, that also made just. I mean, just because we're talking, that reminds me. Do, do we have we ever had a six man as a pacer? Yeah, man. Detlef yeah. Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. That's right. He was he was back to back, wasn't he? Yep. Did we win back to back six man? That's awesome. Do you believe that was so. that was in the late eighties, early nineties? Before we traded him? <laughs> yes. Uh, I like that guy. Good hair on his head. <laughs> good hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he made a, a resurgence uh, on Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just making um, buckets. So he uh, was consecutive uh, back-to-back Sixth Man of the Year awards in 91-92. And... Uh, in the 92-93 season, he was the only player in the NBA to finish in the top 25 in scoring, rebounding, and assists. Wow. And was selected that year to be in his first All-Star game. Uh, following that season, Shrimp was traded to the Supersonics for Derek McKee and... Anybody remember who he was with? You shouldn't, because I've never heard of this dude. Gerald Patio. <laughs> How do you spell that name? <laughs> Gerald Patio. P-A-D-D-I-O. Okay. Patio. Oh, I know him. He was uh he opened uh that live venue in Broderville, the patio. Okay. <laughs> That's I'm right. Sorry. That's his... I, I apologize for that one. <laughs> oh dear. Oh boy. 